broadcasting live from the Treasure Island Sportsbook. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Live on the road, here's your boy, Q. And we are back with some Onyx. Let the boys be boys. Slam. Dun, 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 dun. Let the boys be boys. That's what we're doing. The boys are boys right now. Golden Circle Sportsbook is where we're at. The TI is what we like to call it. Treasure Island. Vinny Bonsignor, your boy Q. We are holding it down. We're going to be here till about 4.45. Come on by. Uh, they got a lot of drink specials going on. They got a lot of great action on the TVs. Uh, looking up at the – that's the U.S. Army there at one of these North great – North Carolina against – Nice. Somebody red? Yeah. They're not starting with uh, North Carolina State, are they? They can't be, right? Ah, uh, no, I don't know. No, uh, no. Come on, give me a give me a. Hey, it's Virginia Tech, dog. Oh, That's what the VT stands an for. On ACC the, game. There you go. There you go. I'm so, sure Divine Diablo is watching this. Yeah, he probably is. Number five, Divine Diablo. Now, no longer number what? Forty? What was he? Forty-five? Forty-nine at one point? Forty-nine. Yeah, now he's number five. number five. Nice single digit. I like it. So yeah, we're up here watching all kind of sports. Uh, we have a lot of goodies for you, and there's a lot of great drink specials going on here at Treasure Island. I think I'm going to go relax by the pool after this is over. I like it. I'm serious. I, I think like I'm just going to go and tan a little bit. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hugh, when you talk about Divine Diablo, um, you know, the recent signings um, yeah. with uh, the trade for Denzel Perryman, yeah. uh, signing um, K.J. Wright, yep. I think it really helps guys like Tanner Muse and – Divine Diablo. There's plans for these players. Right. They're just not forced into action right now. Exactly. That's, and, yeah. Uh, and and uh, sorry to cut you off. No, but, you're good. But I think that's been the issue yep. the last couple of years. Yeah, it happened uh, to Damon Arnett. Not necessarily the issue, but um, they were in a different place. I think that development stage yep. uh, uh, that they were in, you know, they, they, they felt like, let's, let's, let's get these young guys out there. Right. Let's get these young players out there. Let's get them developed. In yep. some cases, it's worked. In some cases... They, they realize, hey, maybe we're rushing it a little bit too fast with some of these guys. Right. But being able to now not be in a position where you have to do that, uh, where you can bring a guy like Tanner Muse and a guy like Devon Diablo uh, along, you know, at a, at a much slower pace, a right. more conducive pace. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, uh, both guys I think are going to contribute special teams wise. Uh, that's a good thing. Right. And then eventually graduate to something bigger. But for right now, you don't have to rely heavily on those guys. No, you don't. You don't. Not at all. Great point right there. And that's what happened, in my opinion, with Damon Arnett last year. He was forced into action. 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. And uh, we got our guy Charles on the line. He wants to talk about a number that he's looking at for the Raiders this season if they are a playoff team. Charles, what's this afternoon? How's it going? Can you guys hear me okay? Yes, sir. Here. Okay, I, th- I think we win 12 wins probably. But, you know, if you look at Whoa. the schedule, if we beat the Ravens, I don't see how the Bears-Dolphins overrated. We destroyed the Dolphins. I don't even – I went back and watched that game the other day. That, if you watch that, it makes you sick to your stomach. But here, here's a question I got for you. I'm either insane or, or everybody on the national media is just uh, overpaid for – they're like the National Enquirer now, man. I remember Berman and – Steve Young and them guys, you could actually take a little bit into what they said, even Parcells. But I've seen where I've seen at least eight people on national media say the Raiders would finish last in this division, and that right. the Chargers are more talented than us. How are the Chargers? What is it that they did that they're more talented than us? I, I don't. I, it's just like maybe they I'm just nuts, got. Man. They have. They just that. have. They have Justin Herbert, and and everyone's infatuated with Justin Herbert right now. And they've got. Joey Bosa, they've got Derwin James, um, they got Murray, the young linebacker, they've got Keenan Allen. When you look at there's they're a talented team. There's no question that the that the Chargers have talent, have some star power as well. 
But I don't think that they are a complete team. I think the Raiders are closing in yeah. on being a pretty darn good complete team. Uh, we have to see okay. it, Q, like we talked about with the def- with the offensive line. But elsewhere, when you start talking about, okay, that defensive line looks pretty good. That linebacker room looks pretty good. That secondary has a chance to be pretty decent. Some young guys have to step forward, no question about it. Um, the quarterback is there. Darren Waller is a star. Josh Jacobs and Kenyon well, Drake, you know, so so there's a lot to like about this team. Um, and I think they're the second-best team without question in the AFC West. Yeah, well, they, the Ravens are overrated anyway. And I know everybody's going to come down on me. They don't ever win a playoff game. And who had better wins last year, the Raiders or the Ravens? The Ravens had an easy schedule. You name me a team. They couldn't beat – they can't even step on the field with the Chiefs. And then, what, they beat the Browns twice, and that's just about it. They lose – they beat a Tennessee team that was beat up in the playoffs. But the Raiders beat the Saints, the Browns, and the Chiefs. I think the Raiders are a better team than the Ravens. They got Lamar Jackson. You take Lamar Jackson out of the equation, who's favored in this game? Well, well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's a big. That's, that's taking. That's that's yeah. MVP caliber right, right. player. Off, that's like taking it. Jesus out your life. You don't. You don't do that. <laughs> but I. But I agree with you, and I think that um, to me, it's going to come down to how how that defense responds to a uh, a player like Lamar Jackson, um, and that guy can burn you. You know, that's the thing. Yeah, you got to be disciplined on defense, right? And I think it really helps now, especially if KJ Wright is out there, especially if a Denzel Perryman is out there especially if Nick Kukowski is healthy. I think the linebacker play and some of that veteran leadership now that they have on the defensive line is going to make a huge difference against a guy like Lamar Jackson. No doubt. No doubt about it. Let's go back out. 702-365-9200. Charles, thank you for that call. Let's go out to Matt in Hoboken. Uh, what's on your mind this afternoon, my man? What's up, gentlemen? I think the magic number for this team in order to ensure a playoff spot is 11. I think we need to get okay. to 11 wins, and I say that because I think there's a lot of competitive wild-card teams in the AFC, such as right. the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, Cleveland. You take a look even in our division, I think one of those two teams out of the Broncos or out of the, uh, the Chargers, they'll be competitive. The Dolphins and the Patriots will be competitive, and you've got Buffalo in that division too. So I think 11 is the magic number. Now, if you allow me to add a point to that. Sure. If we, if we don't make the playoffs this year, if we don't, the reason is going to be, and again, I hope that we do, obviously, it's, it's, but if we don't, the reason is going to be that our first-round draft picks of the last few years failed us. And, and going one by one with them, you know, Cleveland Farrell is, in, in my mind, we picked him, I believe, fourth overall, and he's not going to be running with the ones this year, or he's struggling to run with the ones that wasn't great value on that pick, and I consider that pick a failure. Whether he ends up being a decent pro or not, he's in year three, and he's struggling to run with the ones. That's my opinion on him. Okay, same thing, Damon Arnett, going into year two. You could say what you want about not having the camp last year, but year two, first-round draft pick, he's not going to be part of the starting unit. Hayward's going to play over him. Mullen's going to play on the other side. Okay, Hobbs will most likely be in the slot. I think that, at this point, is a failure. Again, these things can turn around. You look at those two right there, and, and, and so far those are failures. Rugs, you know, everybody could talk all they want about Rugs' speed and camp and how it's outstanding. I need more production. Talking about how fast he is, in my mind, is happy, happy, happy talk, and I need results out of him. Okay, so he's another guy that I'm looking for, and Abram's been highly inconsistent. So I'm hoping all these guys turn the corner this year, but if they, if they don't, that's, that's the reason why we're not going to get to 11 wins, those guys. I like it. Good stuff. Good stuff, Matt. Thank you so much for that call. I like the passion. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're not wrong to a certain extent. I mean, I know every, everyone has a role. They all play their role. I get it. And there is. I mean, when you're selected at a certain spot, your expectations are higher. Now, there's, you know, 
you didn't talk about Max Crosby and the success of a fourth-round pick, but he was a fourth-round pick. You right. know what I mean? So anything he does is great because he's right. a fourth-round pick. Right. It's, 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 it's the perception. No, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Clee Farrell can't do uh, anything about where he was drafted at this point. Um, I know that people are running with that he got demoted to uh, the second string. Yes and no. Um, there's also a plan in place for this defensive line, and uh, it goes nine deep now when you add Gerald McCoy uh, to the equation. So um, I wouldn't be so fast to call that a demotion. I think collectively this defensive line can be really good. Wherever Cleef fits into that whole scheme, that's where he fits. Uh, but I think he's going to be a contributing player, and at this point, that's what the goal and objective and, and, and should be for, for, for Raider fans. He's got to show a lot this year, Hill. He does I, have to I, show a well, lot. And, and stay for, healthy for as his, well. For his personal, yep. um, you know, in terms of the next contract, all of that, yep. there's no question about that. But I'll, throw, I'll flip this to you. We're talking about, you know, uh, win totals and whatnot. Outside of the Kansas City Chiefs, maybe the Buffalo Bills. What team in the AFC just scares you so much that you don't believe the Raiders can compete with them I don't. There's not. There's not a team out there that 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 I don't think the Raiders can compete with. I think the Raiders could compete with the best of the best. I mean, hell, the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl last year for the second year in a row, and the Raiders could have beat them twice. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think there's a team that they can't compete with. I think. I think their biggest competition is themselves. Well, I, I yes. Uh, I mean, I li- could you have said that last year? Um. No, because the defense we knew right. was so suspect. We knew the defense was so suspect. And look, that's the thing. I'm. 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 I'm not on the wish You're creed. Banking I'm on, on yes, it. I'm banking on them being good, but they've got to go out there and prove it because there's a lot of times the Raider Nation is banked on this, that, and the other, and it has come up, you know, snake eyes. Right. So you've got to you've got to be able to go out there and show what your fan base is banking on, what your fan base is believing on. But I think a big step to that was what Mike Mayock said the other day when we were in the media session that they expect to be a playoff team. He put it out there on the table and said, I know you're going to put in your headlines. I know you're going to write about it. We're I not know you're going to talk it. about it. Yeah, exactly. We're not hiding from it. Right, exactly. And usually where you focus is where you end up. And right. they believe that that's where they should be. Uh, now, having said that, I, I get a lot of texts from somewhere over there uh, in uh, where, near where the Raiders practice. And a lot of it is prefaced with on paper. On paper. Of course. On paper. Now, it's what it is right now. Exactly. But, but I, I – that's 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 still a departure from what it was. Right. What it was previously, the last couple of years. Well, we need help here. Well, da, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, but now they they understand on paper. There's no question. Right. It's got to happen, obviously, on, on the field. But I think for the first time in a while, you can say, and and you've been a Raider fan your whole life, yep. basically. Yep. Uh, you, you know, poke holes in this uh, all you want. But I would think that this on paper version. Is different. It looks different to. It does. I've been I've been saying it for for the longest. It's it feels different. It looks different. It smells different. I mean, everything is different about this team. I actually believe this team is more talented than the 2016 team. I don't think there's any question about that. I don't either. Because the the ball bounced the uh, convenient way for the Raiders in 2016 a lot. Right. You know, and that's fine. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And and that happened a few times, including the very first game of the season. When I when Jalen Richard had his very first carry that took it to the house. You know, got him back into the game. You right. know, that's when Jack Del Rio gambled and went for it on the, you know, uh, went for the two-point conversion. Crabtree comes down with the wins the game. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of things to like about that season. But I think on paper, again, on paper, this team is more talented. Let's let's hustle back out to the Raider Nation listener line really quick, and let's talk to Raider 27. What's on your mind, my man? You guys had to bring up Elvis and Bad Room. <laughs> I didn't you do that. You had to do that. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. It took me over a week before I could 
sleep more than two hours a night after that game. My bad. That was crazy. That was insane. I was so stoked. I'm in the living room cheering. We just beat the Chiefs at home. We just what? <laughs> you know, that sucked, man. I wish you guys hadn't done that. Sorry. <laughs> He's sending you off to the weekend with that. Hey, man. Your boy Q. No, because I know how to uh, touch the emotions of Raider Nation because I was right there with him. Yeah, no, I know. I know, I know. I know. So, I want to see this defense play well in December. Yeah. Um, well, let's start with September. You, know, you guys have almost got me talked into changing my, my – but I've been thinking about – I'm thinking 10 and 7. And I think that might still get us in the playoffs because last year was an oddball year. Usually you don't have to be that good to make the playoffs as you did last year. And AFC teams are going to beat themselves up. I don't think it's going to take 11 or 12 wins to get into the playoffs. But I think a pretty safe number for the Raiders is 10, 10 and 7. I'd be pretty happy with that even if they didn't make it to the playoffs. They still won 10 games. And for where we're at in the, in, the, in the plan and how we're building our team, I think you guys are absolutely right. We're, talent-wise, I think we're much better than that 12-4 and four team. That could have been 8-8 eight and eight, just as easy as it was 12-4. and four. Agreed. The ball just bounced for us that year. And yep. Who knows? Hey, you know what? Maybe we're due. Maybe we're due for the ball to bounce our way this year, and, and we're going to stay healthy. But, you know, I just – I think 10 and 7 is pretty safe, and I think 10 and 7 might get us into the playoffs, too. Okay. Not only are you due, I think you're overdue, to be honest with you. Um, I got this question, I'll throw it out to Raider 27 because he's an astute Raider fan, um, one of many. Uh, Raider 27, how many touches, targets, I should say, do you want to see for Henry Ruggs? For the season? Targets. Yeah, he had 43 last year. I would say. Let's, let's just say four game, because the Raiders offense, um, the Raiders offense, Gruden likes to hit 10, 11 receive different people. He doesn't right. want to, he doesn't, they, the Raiders under Gruden don't just throw to one or two guys. You're not going to see one guy get, well, maybe Waller, but I mean, they're going to try to run their ball. In, they don't want to throw the ball more than 25, 30 times a game at most. Right. And they're going to spread that between nine or ten guys. So I think if Ruggs gets four targets a game, I think that will be a lot. Now, you never know. Um, if Ruggs has learned to run good routes and he gets on a roll, you just you just don't know. You know, I mean, some games he could get seven or eight targets. Some games, uh, Edwards could have the good matchup. Because you know, you know Chucky's going to scheme matchups. Right. He's going right. to stay up all night and figure out who can beat who, and that's what he's going to put in his game plan. So it's really hard to say, but I say on average, I would say, except for Waller, four to five targets a game, and that would be across the board. Good stuff, good stuff. Thank you for that call. I'll say this, Vinny, and then we'll get to the next call. Uh, I, I think that uh, Henry Ruggs needs to get more than four targets. I do too. I think he needs to get more than four touches. Uh, that's how I – because I don't think it's just going to be – receiving. I think that they need to get him involved in some end arounds. I think Definitely. he needs to get called in some jet sweeps. I need I think he just needs to touch the ten, rock. Nine, ten times. I think game. he needs to touch the rock. Right. Even if it's just even if he lines up in the backfield. You know right. what I mean? Like just you have to use him. What did they say when they drafted him? He is our Tyreek Hill. Right. 
You've got to use him like Tyreek yeah, Hill. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, you know, targets maybe in the past game four. I, right. I think it four, needs to be four, five, six. I think it, well, four is fine as long as you go early in the game. Don't right. let him. Don't wait till the fourth quarter to hit him. Right. Get him early. But yeah, four, five, six. That's fine. But I think the touches are more important. I do too. Uh, it's essential. Yep. It's essential. And uh, I, I, I was looking at that number forty-three today, and I was like, that's. It's got to be those targets to me need yeah. to be in the eighties. Maybe even 90s. Um, maybe even take. Well, it. then it makes defenses play him honest too. Because exactly. then, they, then they think, hey, he's a real threat. They're not just using him as a decoy. Right. A high-priced decoy. No doubt about it. Nobody and wants a decoy. A lot of that is on Henry Ruggs. I think. Right. That, and 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 it goes back to your point though, Q. Getting him involved early. Yep. Because I think when you get him involved early, it changes the dynamics of the opposing defense. Right. But it also changes John Gruden and Derek Carr's mindset as well. If yep. he starts being involved and producing. Confidence in him goes up. His confidence goes up. Right. Uh, Gruden's confidence to call his number goes up, and and it just has a, a, a ripple effect across the offense. I need to see it. I want to see it, and I don't think there's any excuses why, unless you know he gets hurt. Obviously. Right. Of course. But uh, that's got to be a goal. Seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred Raider Nation listener line. How about Justin? What's on your mind this afternoon? All right. Seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred. How about Mitch in New Jersey? What's on your mind, brother? Hey, how we doing, guys? Maybe call you guys the Vegas Vice after, Ma- after oh. Miami Vice. All right, okay. that's, Don that's, Johnson. That'll work. I was I a big Don that. Johnson fan, it. though. You know, I, I think like Don, it. Don Johnson. Uh, what was the other guy's name? Sonny Tubbs. Uh, it was Tubbs and Crockett. Oh, Tubbs. Tubbs and Crockett. Uh, all right. That was my um, show. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, I used to watch that I, show, too. Shows I confess, just better I, back I then, bought, man. I bought, Don, I bought Don Johnson's solo album in the 80s. But oh, my me. God. Way oh, back. Yeah. yeah, you're tripping. <laughs> yeah, I like the right pickup. I'm tripping. No. I, I have some with cassette, you know, but I don't think I have a cassette player anymore. That's ancient. That's uh, those are relics so. now. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I like the right pickup. Uh, defense line, uh, we're going to have a hands full, but um, the Ravens are missing. They wanted a good running back, so Lamar's going to be running. He's a good quarterback, but let him let him flourish another year, another game. And, and you got to force thing, him to throw the ball. Okay. I, maybe John Brown will, will sit over them. I'll look for the Jets or the quarterback. Cause, you know, I had, you know to, to, uh, to bail on the, on the Raiders, that's something else. And one more thing with the Heisman, with the quarterbacks, I know I'm going a little, a little track here. Sorry. I think uh, DJ Uyek Galale, if I'm saying right, I think he's winning the Heisman. That's the guy that USC uh, let him get away, the big one. St. John Bosco High School. There yep. you go. You knew Vinny would know. The Pre- Alabama quarterbacks from modern day, the Clemson quarterbacks from uh, St. John Bosco, the Ohio State quarterback uh, is from what, Riverside? Riverside. Uh, so, yeah, uh, a, lot of, a lot of California quarterbacks are elsewhere and not wearing the uh, crimson and gold from uh, – or, or – yeah, for uh, for USC. So what the heck's going on? Oh, JT, what's the uh, the Georgia quarterbacks from? Uh, oh yeah, another modern yeah. day guy. So. Yeah, well, there you go. Wow. Well, there it is. Good stuff, Mitch. We appreciate the call, my man. Seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred. Let's go back to Justin real quick. Justin, what's on your mind, my man? Hey, hey, what's up again? Chilling, man. Chilling. Uh, you know, there's so much. Like I love listening to you guys. You know, you guys touch on so many you know topics that we can talk about. Uh, you know, like last year, like Ravens 8-8, eight eight, you know, hey, they'd be a playoff team if they got a better defense, you know. And, you know, to everybody that's, you know, on the Chargers, on the Broncos, you know, if the Raiders have a better defense, even on paper, like there's no way 
their right. defense is worse than last year. There's no way. And, you know, you know, and like Mike Mayock said, you know, he spent a lot of time on offensive line, you know, so people are like, oh, what if their offensive line isn't good? You know, he spends, he does his diligence there. So I really think just as the season goes, you know, I, I'm a, I've been a Raiders fan since first. Like, I just, you know, grew up watching my dad watch the Raiders and it happened, you know. But, no, I, just, I really think they're doing the right thing. And, you know, with K.J. Wright, you know, like, we finally got it. You know, if we've been, you guys have been talking about it for, you know, a week or two or however long. And, no, it's, just, it's dope. I really think they're going to be good. Uh, I love it. And uh, thanks again for taking my call. Love you guys. Love listening to you guys Monday through Friday. Appreciate you. Thank you, Justin. Great call, my man. Great call. And, yeah, I think there's no doubt about it, Vinny, that there is, the, the defense is already better just with the dogs that they have. And I, when I say dogs, I mean alpha dogs. Yeah, and, you know, when you start, you saw Gerald McCoy on yep. Sunday. Yep. I know he was playing primarily toward the end of that game against backups, but Q, that dude was moving people around. Right, and, and that's why, and, and that's a, a guy that I can say is an alpha dog. He might not get eight or nine sacks from the interior. He may not be that guy, but he is a guy that the team needs as far as uh, lining up correctly, knowing what to look for. I mean, how did, how did he break it down when it was one of his first earlier media sessions? Look at this guy's leg. Look at that. I mean, he was giving them tips that is going to make not only him better, but the rest of the squad. He was talking about um, the uh, the run option. Yeah, uh, the, re- exactly. the zone read option yep. on Sunday. On saying, Sunday, yep. Saying, hey, uh, look, guys, stop looking here. Stop looking there. Stop falling for the smoke and mirrors. Right, it's window uh, dressing. Know, yeah. It's right here in front of you. Yep. Um, and he's right. And to have that, it's just invaluable. Uh, but now you start looking at that defense and there's a bunch of guys that, right. fit, that, that have seen it all yep that are not going to be you know like unfortunately divine diablo bit the first play of the game right on exactly that and in, that's when you were like okay it's going to take a little while for for divine diablo now you got veterans in there that i right. think are going to they know how to play whatever offense they're going to play especially uh, the baltimore ravens when they come into town with lamar and what they like to do. Absolutely. Well, good stuff. Great calls. I know we uh, our, our caller, Inland Empire, I know he uh, dropped off. Uh, give us a call back in a few minutes, not just next, or not just now, because coming up next, we're going to have Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. He's going to give us the rundown of everything that we need to know, talk a lot of college uh, football action. We're going to talk Dodgers and Giants. I got your back, Mama Q. I got your back. I don't know what Lee's going to say. I don't know if he's got your back. But we're going to talk about that. We'll talk college football. We'll talk all the betting lines as we're here at the TI, the Golden Circle Sportsbook. We're here in the Mecca. Come on down. Hang out with us. Wow, there's a lot of water here. Come on by. This is Unnecessary Roughness and In the Huddle on Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. It's time to take a look at the sporting lines with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. And it pays off in a touchdown. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We are live right now at the TI. That's Treasure Island Golden Circle Sportsbook. Come on down, hang out with us. We're going to be here up until about 4.50. So come on by and say what's up. And right now, speaking of the sportsbook, we're going to go ahead and take a look at some of the games, some of the fantastic action coming up this weekend with my guy, Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com on Twitter, at Paramount Sports. And Lee, are you ready for a, a big, fantastic weekend of uh, college football action? So ready. I was dressed at 6.15 this morning, <laughs> ready to head to the office, and my wife looked at me. She goes, you look like the first day of school. You are excited to go into work and, and to talk football. I said, absolutely, honey. It's all about talking football, watching football, and betting football. <laughs> 
Absolutely. It gets no better than that. Very excited about this weekend of action. We got a lot of good games uh, to get into. And, uh, you know, you had told me the nugget about pick sixes. And and this came from the Boise State-UCF game. And it was, what, over 80 yards with a pick six? Yeah, whenever a quarterback throws a pick six of over 80 yards, you only have a chance if you're backing that team of 15% of winning, 15% or less. So... What what happens, and it makes sense, I, I never realized this, that until someone told me this fact and we looked it up, it's a 14-point switch right, right there. And then on top of the 14-point switch, you're going in for probably a touchdown. The other team scores a touchdown emotionally. I mean, you've just driven down the field and in one maybe nine- or ten-second uh, play, you've given it all up. So uh, tough to overcome. Yeah, no, it really is. I thought that was an interesting nugget, though. I'd like to pass that along. So let's go ahead and get into some action, man. As I said, a lot of fantastic games going on. So let's go ahead and, and dive into it. Got some college football action and even a, a Major League Baseball game that we're going to talk about, one that I'm very excited about. But let's dive into some college football real quick. How about this one? How about Northwestern and Michigan State? Northwestern is minus three versus Michigan State. Break this one down for us, Lee. So, Northwestern was a fun team last year. Great story. They went in the transfer portal. They get a quarterback from Indiana who just transformed their offense. I mean, the year before, they were terrible with Hunter Johnson. They had no explosive players. And uh, defense was always solid. Now, they got to go back to Hunter Johnson. I mean, I was shocked. Ryan Helensky, uh, he transferred in from South Carolina. I was shocked he didn't beat out Hunter Johnson formerly a five-star recruit who went to Clemson and transferred. But if you remember two years ago, they were unwatchable. So uh, they lost their top running back, Cam Porter, in camp. Uh, lost their top four running backs from last year, top five receivers. Michigan State, they went into the transfer portal, and they get Anthony Russo, who's a solid quarterback from Temple, running back from uh, Wake Forest, Kenneth Walker, who had 13 touchdowns. And I just think that, you know, when you add guys like that, they return 16 starters. They got a linebacker from Tennessee and two cornerbacks from Florida. Uh, this is a visitor series. The visitor has covered 16 of the last wow. 18 times here. Uh, I'm going to say the wrong team's favorite. I like Michigan State here, 27-17. Wow, that's a that's yeah. a hell of a, a, a nugget right there. It's the, the the away team is is the team that always wins this one. Basically, yeah. man, that is. Uh, that is wild right there. Good stuff, though. Great way to get us started. We're talking with Lee Sterling here from ParamountSports.com here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. How about this one, Lee? This one actually is, is going to be played right here in my own backyard at Allegiant Stadium, uh, the Vegas kickoff classic. BYU, their fan base travels really well. Arizona, their fan base, not so much. How about this one? BYU minus 12 versus Arizona. Break the kickoff classic down for us. So, Arizona is just they're the only team I believe that has never been to the Pac, won the Pac-12, and I don't think they're going to do it anytime soon. They hired Sumlin, Kevin Sumlin, huge mistake, and now they got to pay him off for years to come. They bring in Jed Fish. I don't think he's the guy that's going to turn him around. Uh, he hired Brennan Carroll, Pete Carroll's son, who's uh, I think unqualified, and uh, also hired defensive coordinator Don Brown from Michigan who is a disaster. So I don't like his coaching staff. He's going to play two quarterbacks. Maybe he wanted to keep both Gunnar Cruz and Will Plummer around. No, it's not Jake Plummer's uh, son. It's Will Plummer. No relation. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm not buying it here. And how about this? They're going to 
they got two transfers that are going to start from on defense that transferred in from Western Michigan and Central Michigan. I don't think we'll ever see that for a Power 5 conference school where you get two guys from teams that don't play defense Defense that are going to start for you. Yikes here. Uh, BYU, yeah, they're not going to be as good as last year. Zach Wilson was great, but and they lost their offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes, but they've got continuity. Uh, their offensive uh, quarterback coach, Aaron Roderick, he steps in. I think he'll be... Uh, do a nice job in Arizona, five and nineteen against the spread. Mm. The last twenty-four games as a road underdog. Give me BYU. They pull away late, thirty-five seventeen. Man, you know I, I hate that for Coach Fish. We had him on the radio show about a week ago talking about this game. He was fired up, but uh, the red flag that he said to me during the interview was, "We're trying to change the culture here at Arizona, and that's never good, Lee. That's <laughs> never <No>. good." <laughs> <laughs> not at all. No, that lets you know that they've they got some uh, they got some a, a lot of work to do. Let's just put it like that. Uh, got a couple more games that I want to want to get to. I uh, want to turn my attention to Major League Baseball real quick, and then we'll come back to college football because we got a big one that I want to save for last. But Lee, how about this one on the diamond? This is a good one, man. The L.A. Dodgers against the San Francisco Giants. No love lost in this series, right? Eighty-five and forty-nine. That's the record of the Dodgers. 85 and 49. That's the record of the Giants. <laughs> Dodgers money line minus 114 with the Giants. Break this one down for us, Lee. So this is a game that, in a series that everyone is anticipating, and so am I. This will be maybe the only game that I'll watch live in baseball this weekend. The Dodgers finally caught them. The Giants have all kinds of injuries to their pitching staff. I mean, their manager. Didn't even know who was going to start this weekend. I mean, it's like a mash unit. David Price starts for the Dodgers. Now, he probably only pitched three, four innings, but that's all he needs to do. He's not given up more than three earned runs in any game this year. They're rested, as is the Dodgers' bullpen. They didn't play last night. That's a big plus. I thought the line was going to be minus 140, 150, uh, minus 114. Give me the Dodgers' money line all day long. I think this is going to be a blowout win over San Francisco. Mama Q's not happy about that one. Diehard Giants fan, she's not going to be happy, especially against the rival Dodgers. But it doesn't get any better than that, right? Dodgers, Giants, they hate each other, and they both have the same exact record. I mean, what what more do you really want? Uh, I mean, growing up, that was that was it. It was you know Juan Marichal, Willie McCovey yeah. against the great Dodger teams, you know, and then you got went into the you know the whole um, <laughs> the whole you know Tommy Lasorda era. So. Uh, a lot of history behind both teams. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one, man. And, and I'm, I'm with you. You said that that's probably the only one you'll watch live as far as baseball this weekend. That'll probably be the only one I watch yeah. as well. That's that's just a fantastic game. We're talking right now with Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com on Twitter at Paramount Sports here on Unnecessary Roughness. And, uh, Lee, I got to ask you about this game. We'll close things out with this college football game. This one should be fantastic. How about the Clemson Tigers? versus the Georgia Bulldogs. Clemson is minus three versus Georgia. What are your thoughts on this one, Lee? Wow. I mean, I love how college football sets it up. They have great games week one, and then they kind of, you know, they move aside and they let the NFL uh, come in next week. I am so excited also for next week. I don't know if you even peeked at the card for next week, but, you know, Dallas and Tampa Bay kicks it off. How about Pittsburgh at Buffalo? How great is wow. that game going to be? Uh, you know, we got 
other incredible games. We've got Arizona and Tennessee, Seattle and Indy, uh, Miami and New England. That's always one of the best rivalries. And then uh, to end the week, you got uh, your Las Vegas Raiders against the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. So love the card. Uh, and this is the marquee game of the weekend here. The public loves Georgia. I don't know why, but 78% of the public's betting them. I'm not a Kirby Smart fan. I'm not an offensive coordinator, Todd Monken fan. I think his play calling is disjointed. JT Daniels, their quarterback, he's a top three Heisman potential winner if you look at the odds, but I'm not buying his biggest win is against Cincinnati in a bowl game. So the last time Dabo lost two games, came back and won 15 the next year. 15 and 0 is the best defensive line. He has four receivers that go 6'3 to 6'4. They can run like the wind and jump out of the gym. All four potential first-rounders if they stay healthy here. I think this price is cheap. Give me Clemson 30 to 20 over Georgia. There it is right there. What a fantastic game, man. That's going to be one hell of a matchup right there. And uh, uh, Lee's got the Clemson Tigers taking this one. Again, the line on it is Clemson minus three versus Georgia. A great, great weekend of action. And can't wait to lead into some NFL action next week, starting with the Cowboys and Buccaneers on Thursday night football. Lee, great stuff as always, my man. Definitely appreciate you. If anyone wants to reach out to you and get a little bit more information from you, what do they need to do? Just, just go to the website, ParamountSports.com. You can get on two months of baseball, just $197. You want to get our football season pass, uh, use coupon code SAVE300, save $300 on that. And then uh, how about this? If, if Let's say you're going to go away for the weekend, uh, go into a barbecue. You want to get all the games right now. We have a, what's called a 9 for $97 special. It's an instant download. So you don't have to call back or check in with me. Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, nine games, $97 on the instant download. Get it right now, ParamountSports.com. I like it. I like it. Great stuff as always, my man. Uh, look forward to all the action this weekend starting tonight. Actually got started last night with UNLV and and uh, and, and Eastern Washington. Don't even want to talk about that game, but hey, it's all good. <laughs> uh, Lee, have a great weekend, my man. I definitely appreciate you, uh, and, and we'll talk again next week. Okay, thanks, Q. There he goes. That's Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com on Twitter at Paramount Sports. Phone got a little there squirrely there at the end. I don't know what that was, but that's okay. Uh, it just happened right in time. So uh, <laughs> maybe the play was too hot. You know, the internet was starting to go down or something. I don't know what was going on, but his phone started getting a little squirrely there at the end. But, hey, good stuff, as always, from my guy Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. As mentioned, we are live here at the TI Treasure Island Golden Circle Sportsbook. Myself, Vinny Bonsignor. We're going to come on back. Hit us up, Raider Nation. Holler at us. How you feeling? Come on down and see us, as a matter of fact. This is Unnecessary Roughness and In the Huddle here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. What's up, Raider Nation? This is uh, Hall of Famer Tim Brown. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Hall of Famer Tim Brown, and you listen to Raider Nation 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. And we are still here at the TI, the Golden Circle Sportsbook. Got some folks that arrived, are hanging out with us. Get some great drink specials, have yourself some lunch, watch some fantastic football on TV. Right now, Virginia Tech is beating North Carolina 7-0, second quarter, 12-24 left to go. It is second and 11. 
looks like uh, Virginia Tech has the ball right now. But uh, this is this is fun, man. This is a lot of fun. Just kidding. North Carolina has the ball. <laughs> I was looking at a big guy in the in, in the interior. The new tackle that they're running right around. Right. Uh, he didn't block anybody. But, no, uh, but right. he's just big. And he, so I thought he was a defensive lineman. Instead, he's an offensive lineman. Six, so my fault. Seven, three, thirty-five. Yeah. Well, I thought he was. A, I thought he was a, uh, one of the big hog mollies on the defensive side, but he wasn't. So my bad. But either way, the game is going on yep. right now, and uh, there's a lot coming up. I'm really excited about this segment, Raider Nation. I really am. Damon was at the game last night, and he was a man amongst people in his words. He put out on Twitter he was a man amongst people. He interviewed some folks from the – what was it, Damon, the student section? What, what, explain it for us. Um, yeah, I was around the student section, and then I, you know, I was like, oh, it's halftime. I'm going to find some people to interview, you know, see, get some man on the street action. And some of the guys that I um, actually talked to, they are in um, UNLV sports journalism department. Nice, so nice. nice little coincidence there. Yeah, very good coincidence. And I, I could appreciate that you were getting your, your boy Q on because, Vinny, <laughs> and I don't know if you noticed, but every opportunity I have, I'm always thinking, oh, let me do an interview real quick. Can I do an interview real quick? I, all, I never shut it off as far as I can do an interview real quick, bring it to the show, bring it to the podcast, whatever. Definitely. I'm always thinking interview, interview, interview. So I can appreciate that Damon is thinking interview. So we're like going to get to that interview in just a couple seconds. Just a couple seconds. I want to make sure that we set this thing up right. But, Vinny, you also have something going on. You have a big thing going on that I'm pretty excited about that you want to share uh, with yeah, everybody. Yeah, just a, a shout-out to my friends over at Demon Rum. Uh, you can now have Demon Rum shipped directly to you at drinkdemonrum.com. The more you buy, the better the deal. And now, for being a fan, get 10% off your total order. Enter DemonVinny10 in the coupon code. That's DemonVinny10 at drinkdemonrum.com. You got your own promo code? You know. Man, that's a boss that's right there. It, a guy that's got his own promo code? Exactly. I was sitting in the Legion Stadium last night. It said Lotus Broadcast, and I didn't even have a name. <laughs> I didn't even have a name. I was like, damn, I thought I was the boss. <laughs> Were you up in the press box? I was. Oh, how's the uh, press box situation for you and of it? It's okay. All right. It, it, was, it wasn't bad. It, uh, the food wasn't, um, you know, like it normally is at a Raider game. Right. I, I, I sound so spoiled, but that's fine. It was, it, I mean, it's the press box. The NFL you know, is. It's, it spoiled whole us. Whole other level. Right, and it spoiled us. But it was good. It was good to see a lot of our colleagues that we know uh, there in the press box as well. And uh, that's just how I roll, man. I, and I want to be at everything. So I that, shouldn't that was, say the NFL takes it to a whole other level because there were some places, Oakland, uh, why, hey, wait, where, hey, wait, why you want to emphasize Oakland like that, though? Wait, hold on, L.A. Hold where, on, L.A. Why you want to do that, man? Well, oh, I'll get to L.A. Just hold on one <laughs> second. Because the hot dogs look like they went back and forth from L.A. to Oakland. And they had this weird reddish-greenish color uh, for the hot dogs in Oakland and at the L.A. Coliseum in the press. In I still don't know dogs. if I appreciate you dogging on Oakland well, like hey, that. Hey, the truth hurts. The truth hurts. So you're not going to see any of those kind of hot dogs at Allegiant Stadium. We used to sit there and go, "Did they bring these from last year?" No, they Did were they just, just carrying. They over? were trying to give them to you. They were. They knew that you were a hater, and they were trying to bring them to were, you. There were uh, wasn't there like rats or something like that in the popcorn? Some some Man, crazy thing. There was. See, the I'm, last time I I'm was a bay cat. Bay bay cats get taken care know. of. They, no, they take then care you of know. me. Then I, you they know. roll out. I'm like the mayor. Then you know uh, about the uh, the, uh, the skunk that died. 
at the Rams. That was game. that wasn't skunk, yes, man. That was, was Hagenberger. That was no, that no, was no, 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 that no, was no. Junie. Listen. Junebug was selling a little little. I skunk, know that smell. Little dirt. This wasn't that smell. That was a this little was, dirt. This was death. This was a little smell. dirt, homeboy. I had to I had to write my story for my hotel room. Well, uh, you know, I hey, leave. man. I mean, it was it was bad. little dirt, and it was weird because at that point I thought, you know, what? this is the last time I'm going to be at the Oakland Coliseum. It was it was the year it was. The st- to start the 2019 season. Right, what, was there last time you were there? Oh, no, no, yeah. the 2018 season. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2019. Yeah, I was at that last game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but that you I were on the Rams too. beat. You were on the no, Rams beat. No, I came back for – for, that's, that's the whole thing. I came back. I didn't think I was ever going to be at that stadium again, and then I accepted the well, job. Well, you weren't welcome. I accepted the job to come cover the Raiders, and I had to go live up in the Bay Area for a month. That was a, that was a treat. That was probably the best time of your life. Then you it lived was, in the Bay. That was I bet you that was the highlight man. of your life. Man. I told Jared Goff, don't ever talk about like the traffic in the Bay Area was nothing compared to L.A. Yeah, it was actually. Oh man, you were in the wrong area. It was. I you was, were driving in the right wrong there. hood. I was. You I were was, driving I in the wrong hood. From I was going from hotel to Oakland uh, to the to the practice facility in Alameda, hotel to the uh, stadium, and it was a, a bit. You know what I'm saying. Every single, especially going home. I don't know it what you're saying. It was an hour and a half. It was an hour and a You know what I'm I know. I'm just about. kidding. I'm just kidding. You know kidding. what I'm talking about. We'll get about. back into this conversation because I got to rep the Bay, man. Vinny is always coming from that Southern hey, Cali point of view. where are you living view. now? Hey, I'm here. In, I, hey, where I'm, are you living now? I'm in Vegas, but I'm always There's a no Bay There's no traffic cap. in I'm Las Vegas. Nah, everything's 15 minutes away. It's beautiful. Everything's 15 it's minutes beautiful, away. beautiful, right? Speaking of, it is. I love it. I've been fighting to get here. I've been fighting to get here longer than you. And he is here. And I'm here, but. Who else is here is my man, DeMond. <laughs> and my man, DeMond, does a great job, man. We're going to learn him. We're going to make him top flight guy of the world, man. And I don't mean security. I mean top flight dude. And DeMond had an right. opportunity yesterday evening at Allegiant Stadium during the UNLV Eastern Washington game to talk to some students from UNLV and DeMond Cotton. No further ado, let's get into this conversation that you had. All right, it's halftime here at Allegiant Stadium. I'm talking to some UNLV students. We got Dominic, Chris, and Jimmy. What are you guys' thoughts on um, being here for this first game of the season for UNLV? I think it's great. I love. I haven't seen the stadium. Uh, it's great to be in the stadium. <laughs> Beautiful stadium. Uh, just super happy to be here. Uh, it's just like what Jimmy said. Like it's awesome being here. Uh, it's my first UNLV football game at Allegiant Stadium, and the atmosphere is amazing. It's like nothing else I've ever seen. I've been to a few Rebel games before, but this is the first time at Allegiant Stadium, and man, this is great. I'm loving it right now. All right, so you said this is your first game at Allegiant Stadium. So you have been to some at Sam Boyd. Yeah. All right, so tell me that contrast, that um, that night-day difference. Man, it is completely different. You have just everything, the echo of everything. There's more people here. Sam Boyd couldn't hold this much people, it felt like. I feel like it was a lot smaller, a lot more close together when it was Sam Boyd. Didn't feel like a legit place. Now we feel like we're legit. It, it's crazy. It's a different feeling. Yeah, I mean, I went to um, a UNLV game when I was super young at Sam Boyd. And I feel a lot like Chris, like, it felt so much smaller at Sam Boyd and, like, it felt less legit in a way. And now we're in an NFL facility with all the bright lights and, like, all the big stadium sounds and everything, and it's awesome. Like, I'm loving it, and I think, like, there definitely is a night and day contrast, like you said. All right, and UNLV is up 6-3 at halftime against Eastern Washington. Hasn't been that explosive of a game, only 6-3. Are you confident UNLV can hold this lead? I mean, if Charles Williams keeps on going, we got this game in the bag, but... I mean, we're, we're looking excited. I'm excited about it right now. I'm liking it. Definitely, yeah. I mean, if we keep up this momentum that we got, it's been like a really slow defensive game, but if we keep up this momentum, uh, we keep playing some pretty solid defense, I think we can pull it out. All right, thank you for your time. Thank you, man. 
He was the best. I don't care if his parents had five houses. He was still the best dude. Yeah, in, but in his, college you know what the issue football. with that was? Just come clean with it then. Right. Like, hey, look, right. look, it had nothing to do with the school. Right. I made a mistake. Uh, everyone can understand why um, I did this. I needed to, I wanted to help my family out. Uh, but instead, the, the school got like 30 scholarships taken away. Right. It really set them. That's the whole point with Reggie Bush. I love Reggie Bush, love covering Reggie Bush, but he could have helped the, the school out just by coming clean because at that point, he's in the pros. Who cares? Right. It's, 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 he's he, no eligibility effect, but, you know, he tried to lie, continue to lie. He pulled and, a Chris Weber. He pulled a Chris Weber. Yeah, and, and what ends up happening was a bunch of USC kids got hurt. Uh, right. They got cro- in the cro- uh, crossfire, and I just think it could have been handled a little bit differently. Four o'clock is the time on the dot. Demond is going to uh, kill us. But, uh, hey, great job on that interview, Demond. We do appreciate you. We're going to come on back. We still have more to go. We are not done. The show is not over. We are here at Treasure Island. We'll be here till at least 445. Come holler at your boy, man. This is how we get down. This is Raider Nation Radio 920.